When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With over 70 years combined experience, this is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Okay, folks, it's the off season, supposedly. Uh, (laughs) And like all the other sports, the NBA and free agents and all the deal making and so forth is, well, it's just as big and just as popular as the games themselves. Gary Tagway here along with Bob Ryan. It is the Ryan Jeff Goodman podcast. Uh, Jeff is on a plane right now. Uh, We are going to hear from him later on. uh, Thanks to uh, technology. Uh, He's going to give us his comments on what's going on with the Celtics. Uh, But this Program is powered by our partners at Bet Online as they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Okay, Bob, let's get to it. We got a lot going on now. Yeah. The crazy thing with Durant, uh, Sham Sharinia reporting that the Warriors, Suns, Raptors, and Heat are all in position uh, to make a deal for Durant. He wants out. Kyrie is back in. What do you make of this whole thing? Ah, uh, God, it is a soap opera. And uh, his life, his career, and of course, we know that Irving's is unprecedented in NBA history, but uh, Durant is certainly carving out a unique path for himself. Uh, and uh, uh, this is, I mean, what are they going to have to give up? What are they giving up if they get him? I, I, I mean, they're the defending champs. They're in good shape. Uh, uh, they have lost a couple of their uh, depth components in, in um, uh, Peyton II and, and Otto Porter, each of whom have left them. But they did resign Looney. Uh, the core, core, the big three are still left. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I, let's take, I mean, Bob, the one thing that came to my mind is, right, okay, if you're the Warriors, do you need to make this deal? No. No. You don't. You don't need to make it. So then you go to the Suns, right? The Suns are a team that need, they're trying to get over the hump. So Booker just signs an extension. What do you do there? Because if you're, if you're the Nets, you go, I want Booker. I mean, of course so. so. Peter to Robin Peter to pay Paul more or less. This is what is going to be intriguing about it. Who's going to, you know, who wants them badly enough to, and who has a, a, enough components to make the Nets happy? They don't have to make this trade. It's going to be know. months to take the, to make this happen. Now, they don't have the to heat, make this like trade. if you're the Heat, right? Who do you give up? You know, they don't. They got a lot of goods, but not you know. Other than their best, you know, their marquee player is is Butler. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, who's, I believe, I would say three years younger at 34 versus 31, 31 versus 34, I guess. Um, I, any of these, I'm, I'm just sitting back and watching it. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure it's worth moving heaven and earth. He, he will, he, he will, he's pretty much, he'll get hurt this year somewhere. And uh, I think, and um, I mean, it's just, it, and from the Nets point of view, yeah, they're, if, they, if they're stuck with a disgruntled superstar, uh, that's never a good thing either. So they're, uh, th- this is just, you know, but I understand why he would, I can understand he's, if his thinking of, of I, it ain't going to happen here. Now this, whatever we thought was going to happen, we had the three and 
you know, Harden, Harden's gone. Kyrie is Kyrie. He's gone, uh, uh, more or less. He's back, but he isn't. And uh, I, I don't need this anymore. I can see that. Uh, right. He made a mistake. I mean, basically, he's admitting that. Yeah, he well, you know, he's got a lot of money. You know, he's laughing all. You know, he's crying all the way to the bank. Right, I'll put right, it that right, way. Right, right, right. That's for sure. But who, who isn't in that league, right? Really. Well, I mean, if you take a look at it, you know, I think the Raptors are out. I think the Heat are out. Maybe the Warriors and the Suns would have the star the power to make it. I mean, the Warriors would have to give up some of those young players. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously, the, 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 are we talking uh, Wiggins and, and uh, Jordan Weisman Poole? Or... Jordan Poole? So, yeah. I mean, you know, I can see if they want to say, okay, Clay, you've done your job here. And, you know, he's never going to be what he was. He's still good, but he's not great. Um uh, but is that enough to interest the Nets, even if the Warriors did dangle Clay, Clay Thompson? It's, uh, you know, it's fascinating. I mean, you know, we, we, can, we can throw all these scenarios out. Uh, uh, when it's all said and done and, and they throw the ball up in, in October, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's still there. I think you will be, Bob. The only team I see that would be desperate enough to be would be the Suns because somehow the Suns would have to work something out because, I mean, right now they, they have to be Golden State. Right. And the West has some very good players. We saw that they have some West star players. So the Suns would have to get desperate or 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 believe that he would be the answer. And let's just talk about Durant for a minute. He's older. He did not play well in the playoffs. He's been hurt. Do you move heaven and earth for Kevin Durant? And I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, if I'm the Warriors and I've got what I got and I would have to give up what I'd have to give up. I don't understand why they'd want to. I wouldn't do it. I don't understand why they wouldn't want to do it at all. And, uh, uh, you know, but, 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 and just in terms of detaching him from the whole, uh, his perambulations, you know, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's been in, in search of redemption in a sense, ever since he left <clears throat> to go to Golden State, then he was, you know, lambasted for, for ring, you know, searching and, uh, and hunting and, and piling on a team that already proven they can win without him. Okay. So he has a success there. And then, then skips out of there. I mean, you know, he, he, he wants, I think he wants, I think he wants to be loved, but he'll never be loved the way, uh, you know, a few others of that ilk are like, I'll never be loved the way Seth is loved. Right. And he won't even, I, I, I don't know whether we declare that LeBron is now, you know, mostly loved. Uh, I mean, I certainly respect him. I'm, I'm, I don't have any problems with what he's done. Uh, you know, I long ago forgave him for the decision because I, and that, oh my God, that, yeah, it was 12 years ago. I know. Yeah. To me, that was such get over it, people. Days. I mean, anybody's you know, still lingering on that. I, I get, get over it. I mean, I think LeBron has been great for the league. If that's the worst thing you yes. can come up with to pin on LeBron James, then sure. he's, he's, he's semi made amends for it. You know, yeah, I, mean, I think so. I think so. now, uh, but just to wrap up Durant here. Yeah, I, mean, I just think that it's a real shame because I think he's. I mean, he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game, and I think that that's going to be forgotten a little bit. You know. Well, I'll try to keep, you know, make sure when my end that that won't happen. I, he's in the discussion. He's a top 10 all-time player. Uh, seven-footer. I always forgot that he was seven feet. I don't want to talk like that he's retiring. I always forgot he was seven feet. Yeah. Well, same with uh, Garnett. And, right. and Garnett kind of set the table for those guys. He was not going to be labeled as a center. He was not going to be able to allow to be positioned as a five-man. And Durant has never, ever had to worry about that. I, I think one reason he has never had to worry about that was the example that was set by Garnett. So he owes, he owes him something. All right, <laughs> now let's get to the move on to the Celtics and the moves that they've made. Yes! Our colleague Jeff Goodman uh, is on assignment. 
However, he did send in his opinion of the arrival of Gallinari and Brogdon to the Celtics. Jeff, what do you think? All right, first, my take on the Celtics moves. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, absolutely love it. I know the price is a little bit steep, but I I just think he gives you exactly what you need, uh, which is a ball mover, uh, a highly intelligent basketball player who makes the correct play nine out of every ten times. Uh, He's a better shooter than he showed last year. He can guard. He does it differently than Marcus Smart. Uh, Not that he makes Marcus Smart expendable, but I think he just gives you another option and and kind of a change of pace guy. Um, You know, doesn't go too fast. Uh, You can't speed him up too much. So I love Brogdon for this team as long as he stays healthy, obviously, with that caveat. Uh, Gallinari, just like him because he's a proven score shooter so whether he's 0 for 7 or 5 for 7 they still have to guard him which creates space for uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum Uh, now to the Kevin Durant move listen you know to me it's tough because this isn't the old Kevin Durant this isn't the Golden State Warriors Kevin Durant anymore number one he's a lot older he's got more mileage on him two I just question his decision making more you know, if his head is clear and, you know, he's he's the best player on the planet still. You know, he can do what Giannis can't, which is shoot the ball from three. Um, but I, I'm not sure he's there. So I'm torn on this one. You know, to me, if you could get him, um, you know, for Jalen Brown and a, and a number one or two number one picks, I probably would do it. If you have to throw in Marcus Smart plus Jalen Brown and and – a couple picks, which probably you have to do for the money to make sense. I'm not sure I do it. Uh, But again, listen to me with Kevin Durant, your chances certainly improve in in winning titles the next couple of years. And there's no guarantee Jalen Brown's going to be here beyond this contract either. So you you don't know. It's not, you're saying like, okay, we don't want to trade Jalen Brown because we know he's going to be here forever. We don't know that. Um, Also don't know whether or not this team's going to pick up exactly where it left off. I think they're better with the additions of Brogdon and Gallinari. But um, again, they got a little bit fortunate playing Milwaukee without Middleton, playing a a Miami team that was banged up. So uh, again, I'm torn on whether or not you make a run at Kevin Durant, whether you pull the trigger if you're Brad Stevens. I I see the pros and I see the cons. Okay, Bob, that's what Jeff thinks. Personally, I think this is a great move by Brad Stevens. I, I, this is a win-win across the board. Your thoughts? When we last met, I jokingly said, as we surveyed the possible list of people that the Celtics could pick up or would go after us uh, in any way, whether it be free agency or trade, and, I, and, and one of the names that came up was Malcolm Brogdon. And I jokingly said, I want Brogdon on this team. They should get him in order to give Grant Williams someone to talk to <laughs> and an uh, and allusion to uh, his. Erudite, right. Yeah. right. An allusion to his erudite nature. Uh, and we know what a, what a Renaissance man Grant Williams is. Well, this guy is too. This guy graduated from the university of Virginia with two degrees. He was a 24 year old rookie because he went through the old fashioned process of actually being a college student and, and emerging uh, with proof in the form of two degrees. Uh, he's a very uh, aware young man. I doubt very much as I feel uh, it's the case with Grant Williams that his post-career future is in basketball. If it is, fine, but I suspect he'll find some other way and make his way through life. All right, 
as a player, just for the sh- bare bones of it, for people who aren't familiar enough with Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, he uh, was in, in, in his six year career. He is now uh, has a, a career average of 15.5 points a game. Uh, he's, he's had his highest. He's averaged 20. He's averaged 19 last year in his last three years. Uh, 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 he's a career 33, 38% three point shooter, a career 50% shooter overall. And a career 88% foul shooter, folks. You want him on the floor in the last two minutes, last five minutes, the last 12 minutes. Uh, he's he's had a 90-point year, a uh, percent year once upon a time. And, oh, oh, oh as a bonus, uh, his last three years assist totals are 7.1, 5.9, 5.9. 7.6-6, words. Uh, this is a and, – and he can defend. Uh, this is a good basketball player, and this is a very, very uh, big adjunct to the to the cause. And, and Brad, and Brad Stevens for the second year in a row, I mean, making well, it better. So how does, how does he swept these guys out the seat that they don't need and brought in useful people two years in a row? I know. I mean, you know, and Ty, they lost Tyson Nismith, and Nismith, you know, if he develops, great. But we don't have time to wait for that. Um, now, Brogdon, how does he fit with Smart? Well, I mean, first of all, he's a he's a he's an old fashioned basketball player he's right. not a point guard he's not a guy he's a guard he's a player right. he can he can uh, i just pointed out he can shoot and he can pass he knows how to play the game he doesn't have to be labeled uh you he gives you a guy if, if you want to give uh smarter they can play together if you want to give smarter <laughs> he can run the team uh right. I, I, this may or may we can have this debate and, and we're going to see how it plays out uh, whether this means they do not now have to go search out a quote legitimate backup point guard uh, was something that we all right. thought that they they needed because it isn't Peyton Pritchard. They wish it were, but it isn't. Uh, and and uh, uh, so not that he can't still be on the team, but th- that's not the role. That he's not going to fulfill that role. Right now they got they don't have to worry about it. And they also got Derek White, and and um, you know now there, he's a guy that might be uh, affected more than anybody by this. You know, you suddenly do you need him if you if you got a you know you got safety in numbers always, but. That'll be interesting. Well, maybe maybe it's great to have the, the, the two of them. But you know, well, they, I think it like- is because I'll tell you, Bob. <clears throat> I looked at this team last year, and I thought it was the starting five, and that was it. The bench was. I mean, now you have a bench that is legitimately, you know, you can go eight guys. And yeah, right. And you still need a, a backup center because Tice is gone, and, and I think it's Luke Cornett. And uh, there were you know, one guy that was discussed. Is no longer on the table. Uh, you know, he's off the table. And that's Thomas Bryant, who's resigned with, has signed with the Lakers. So right. it won't be him. There's still probably some big bodies floating out there. Now, there's another guy that's coming. It's not just about Malcolm Brogdon. Right. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how much gas is left in the tank of Danilo Gallinari. This is a 14 year veteran, folks, uh, a career 38% three point shooter. His last four years as a three point shooter are 433, 405, 408. And 381. Last year was almost a career low, 38. Uh, he's a career 15 points a game, 16 points a game player. This is his sixth team. He's, he doesn't defend well. Uh, he's a, he's, a, he's a, 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 a specialist. And his specialty is putting the old orange ball through the orange ring. Mm, right. right. And um, knows what he's doing. Been around. I mean, you know, this is 14 years. Uh, you know, we've been searching for that, as I like to call it, a guy who puts down on his IRS form, you know, occupation registered jump shooter well he is now he's right. it, 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 what's but what's he got left he he, he might not you know it, it, there's indica- slight indication you know he was down a little last year as i said from his career over 40 he did shoot uh, 38 but we'll take 38 <laughs> 
You know what so. I think he is, Bob? I think he's a guy that during the regular season, you don't have to burn him out. But, I mean, he's, he could certainly contribute in play. When you get into the playoffs, there's going to be one or two games where Gallinari wins it for you. Well, you know, he comes out, he hits, he's hot, you know, and he, and he wins you some games. And we saw that with the 08 team. You had some veterans, the P.J. Browns oh. of the world, the guys who came in, like, made a shot. Here, I think well, Eddie, Eddie House, of course, Eddie House, instrumental. And, and uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yes. Oh, no, you need these people. And now, suddenly, as you pointed out, suddenly the bench on paper right now, compared to what it was when we last saw them, by the addition of these two guys that lengthened the length. Oh, my God. You know, it's – it's. Uh, we had a, what was the last playoff game? Five points off the bench? Was oh, yeah, it was terrible. Six? I mean, it's terrible. Uh, you it know, and terrible. now we still got Pritchard who, light, you know, he can come in and light it up once in a while. You know, Grant Williams can help you out. But, I mean, they have a, they have a, they have a true NBA veteran bench now. Yeah, I like they it. They got a legit bench. So and that's huge. You know, I, I mean, we got huge. a good general manager right yeah. now. I think based on personnel, you know, uh, spotting. Uh, uh, now, I'm just, I just want to address in his, you know, uh, farewell, Aaron Naismith. Uh, when he was drafted, I was, I won't say ecstatic, but I was very ex- uh, buoyant. Uh, I, I uh, targeted him. Uh, he was the 14th pick in the draft. I thought he was uh, a steal. Uh, he had shot 52% as a three-point shooter in the most athletic league in the conference in, in America, the South SEC. I was excited. And, of course, we know it didn't materialize except in very small bursts. Turned out he could defend more reliably, consistently better than he could shoot. And he, never, and he had little bursts here and there, but it never happened. I wouldn't give, I, I hope he has a career. He, he seems like a hard worker, a worthy kid. Um, I hope that he can get resurrected or, or, or get, you know, on his feet and, and somewhere else. But it was no problem sacrificing him. In this. He, he's the best player they gave up, and that's pretty good to get what they got. I agree. All right, Bob, quick break in the action here before we continue with some of the offseason moves. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. They've got the latest odds, news, and sports developments, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and next season's National Football League futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device and sign up. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, a couple of big moves here now. The T-Wolves uh, extending Carl Anthony Towns, making a deal and bringing in Gobert. Uh, let's first start with the T-Wolves because obviously this is an indication of a new direction for the Jazz. Your thoughts on that from a Minnesota perspective? Um, fascinating because you're talking about suddenly two seven-footers that uh, have different games and and – uh, I can't wait to see this. I really want to see this, uh, exactly how they're going to do it. Uh, we know that Carl Anthony Towns can face up and is a modern three-point, three-joint shooting big man who also can post up if it's needed. Rudy Gobert is a throwback. You know, he's, uh, there, there's no secrets about his offense. Uh, and, and he's out there to block shots and get rebounds. And he's a, he has a, been a defensive player of the year. I mean, just by picking him up, you've changed the nature of your defense for sure. Um, I just find it fascinating and uh, that, that, uh, uh, that there, that's where he landed. You know, there was talk. We, we're not surprised he's leaving Utah. We're not sure ever that there was a reconciliation that was going to last between himself and Donovan Mitchell, uh, if that was the case. And so uh, that, that, that being the case, I, I uh, understand uh, you know, him going there. But wow, uh, 
we have a, think of a front line of, of oh, yeah. like that. And last time we saw one, do we have to go back to our own at 36 years ago with Mikhail and, 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 and Bird and, and, you go, and Parrish? You uh, go Twin Towers with Houston? Yeah, Twin Towers with Houston is a very good analogy. And, and Ralph, of course, was a precursor of the future because he didn't want to be a post-up guy at 7'4". Right. I always said about Ralph, you know, Gary, uh, that if he could have paid a million dollars for an operation that would have made him six feet four, he would have paid it. Yeah. That, that he did not want to be seven feet four. He did not. He wanted that. He, his, he's cried out. I'm not a freak. I'm not seven four. I can shoot. Watch me. I don't need to be under, under the basket. Watch me. So he was a, he was a, a little like a John the Baptist, uh, you know, for the future, uh, you know, uh, setting the table uh, and, and, and showing us the way of the future. But uh, anyway, yes, good analogy. But we haven't had a thing like this in a while because the game, you know, the league's actually trending smaller, as you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and the big guys, the big guys are skilled. I mean, you know, now it's like, do you even <laughs> do you even look at somebody's height anymore? It's like if I see a star player, right? I mean, we're going to get to to check Holmgren in a minute. Yeah, we will. Okay. But like, you know, I mean, as soon as Magic came in and became a point guard at 6'9", and then, you know, Durant's seven feet, this guy's six. Nine. No one cares. Like, I don't even know if people look at it. You go, okay, the guy's tall, but he can shoot the three. It doesn't oh, really all, matter. No, the old, you know, right. The old fashioned big man is pretty it much. Doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, I do, I, nobody, I do want, I'm sorry, Bob. Do you have something else? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. the old fashioned big man, you know, I mean, we've said this count time and again, it's a, it's pretty much a, it almost viewed as a liability, you know, and, uh, uh, and, and a, very interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll, let me tell you a guy. Here's a guy that had a brief spurt. They had a good playoff run. My God, I guess it's nine years ago. I think it was 13. I remember traveling across the country following him this series. Remember Roy Hibbert? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's yeah. Roy Hibbert today? Right. Right. Well, he's, he's unemployed. I don't know. I hope he's happy. I hope he made some money. Uh, but, you know, the Roy Hibberts, nobody wants him. Yep. Because nope. they don't even, but they're they're hardly presented to you because they're from high school on. Oh yeah, they're 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 trained to face up. Oh, I agree, and it's more fun. Now the Jazz are going in a different direction. They have a new young head coach. Yeah, uh, and they they picked up six first round picks to build around. Oh, oh that's trade is I. Good luck anybody can memorize. You have to you have to sit down and memorize like memorizing a poem to, to memorize. Oh all, yeah, forget all the it. Yeah, yeah. I just My remember God, Patrick what, Beverly what, and a I'm bunch blue. of picks and a bunch of guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but you know something though, this is my point with Phoenix. If you're in the West and you're looking at Golden State, and if you're looking at Utah, you know, whether, whether the, the big guy, you know, whether um, Gobert and Mitchell got along, it just wasn't going to happen with them. No. They weren't going to win a title with the way the West is won now. So I think it's a good move by Utah to yeah. say, okay. Well, Oh, by the way, uh, who's making that? Who's making these decisions? Is there somebody we know out there? And, uh, let me see. Good golfer, played at BYU. Yeah, uh, and, had an okay three-point shot. And when I said that on the air, he was very upset with me and Danny Ainge. And, completely, <laughs> and played a little baseball this time. Yeah, played a little baseball uh, this time. Right. Well, isn't it funny that he's the guy that now stockpiled 117 draft picks? <laughs> well, we've seen this drill before. Yep, we've so seen it before. That, that leopard ain't changing his spots. No, but you know what? <laughs> you know, the thing about Danny, I always, if the, if the Kyrie thing, if Kyrie had not blown up on him, you know, it would have been another great move, like the Garnett move. You know, I just, I think people hold that against Danny, and I have a problem with that. Oh, no, you, you know, yeah, I, I have a major problem with that. Danny deserves a, a number. He, knows, he deserves a something, some 
eternal uh, you know, uh, commemoration here. In oh, Boston. no question. No because doubt. His overall no doubt. contribution. Uh, um, okay, let's wrap up with Chet Holmgren. Now, here's the kid, the second-round pick overall huh. for Gonzaga. And in a summer league game, he set a record, 23 <laughs> points in the first quarter. Now, folks, again, this is summer league. But, uh, Bob, this caught your eye. Well, I mean, uh, we, we talked about Chet and the run-up to the draft. I, I am totally fascinated with him and wondering. I, I can't wait to see how it all plays out. You know, we all know that he's seven feet tall or maybe even seven one, and he does not weigh 200 pounds. And, and there has not been a player of consequence who has succeeded in this league at that size with a body like that that I can think of uh, at all. I mean, some steady guys, but this is the extreme, absolute extreme. Now, he is incredibly skilled. Uh, he is a three-point shooter. He can pass, can handle the ball. He can go coast to coast on you folks. Someday he's going to, you know, we're going to see this at 7-1. He's going to get a rebound. He's going to take it all away. And he's going to go around somebody and probably maybe go behind the back or between his legs and then dunk on you backwards or something. He'll do this sooner or later. Uh, but his, 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 in our first look at him uh, as a paid professional was jaw dropping. Folks, in case you don't know, he, he had 23 points, six blocks. Uh, two, one of them was a two-hand block that's just totally swallowed up before Bastard driving on the left baseline. He <laughs> he was four for four on threes, and he unveiled a Dirk Nowitzki step back, 18-footer in the middle of the lane, in the middle of the, down the lane, or seven, you know, 13, 14-footer because it was a little before the foul line. Again. Yeah, uh, it was, you know, as, as Gary has just pointed out, folks, it's, yes, it's only a summer league game, but that was our first glimpse of him and, and, and uh, how this is going to play out. How much weight will he gain weight? How much does he need? Well, will, will, will it be an impediment or uh, it, it's all a blank canvas, but oh boy, was that a tease? Was that a colossal tease? If you're a Thunder fan, you know, that was positively orgasmic what happened last night to think about what you might have. And I underline what you might. I can't wait to see how it plays out. Bob, great stuff as always. And uh, the offseason is just as busy as the regular season. So Jeff Goodman will be with us again next week, we hope, uh, planning on it. And there'll be more stuff to talk about despite the fact there's not a game.